The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Check your mom out. Check out your mom. Ton, why would I check out my mom? I don't know. It's a, I thought that was what they did in the sewer. Yeah, other people check out my mom, but not me. Oh boy, here we go. She's my mom. Yeah. Hi, Don. Hi, and uh, the rest of you as well. Thank you so much for joining us on the Five Count tonight. It's 2021. We're still alive. Ton, well, he's holding on by a thread, but we're here. I'm here. I made it. We would have been here sooner, but uh, Tun has spent the last 28 minutes complaining about his mittens. That's true. That's true. I don't know why it's so difficult to buy gloves or slash mittens these days and not, like, break the bank doing it. We'll discuss it later on in the show. These, I want to discuss it now, Tun, because this is the kind of thing that people out there need to know what Tun is doing off air. He's discussing mittens and my mom. The inner workings of Ton. And my... Oh, wait. And his mittens. And mittens. What? You want to talk about this right now? Dust. Is this what we have lined up for this show? It's a new year, and we got me with mittens. We're going to celebrate and rejoice in the fact that we made it through 2020. We're back. And we're still alive. So we'll play some alive songs, and we'll have a good old time, probably. Well, that sounds great. Some people might suggest the horse that Tun's been beating on for almost 17 years now is not alive whatsoever. In fact, it's quite dead. It's no longer alive. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, You know, I'm happy to be here. I don't know that it's going to be any better this year than it was last year, but here's hoping. I uh, did buy some mittens, and I think they were overpriced, and I don't know what the deal is. Does anyone else live in wintry climate that's listening to this program? Does anyone else have this problem? I can't. I My fingers get cold, okay? Here's the deal. My fingers get cold. I can't wear gloves really anymore because they just get too damn cold. And when they get to a point of such coldness, then they never get warmed up again, it seems like. Unless I'm like, run them under hot water or find a fire and hold them over it for a while. So then I thought, maybe I get mittens. Maybe mittens are the answer, right? Maybe mittens are the... Look at this. I didn't even realize this. They cut this not very straight. Look at that. What is that? 
This is thread shoddy out. craftsmanship. This is ridiculous. A radio celebrity such as yourself doesn't deserve mittens of that shoddy caliber. But look at this one's perfect. This one is not. You would almost rather have them both be imperfect so they wouldn't look so out of place. Yeah, it's now ridiculous. you look damn ridiculous. And so why can't you just buy like really warm mittens that fit inside your glove? Why do you got to buy warm mittens that only come with these giant gauntlet thing? They call them gauntlets. You remember that game gauntlet? Can you make gauntlet noises while you wear those mittens? <laughs> Ugh. 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 Dude, was it you and I that played gauntlet? Ugh. We did play gauntlet at one point. But another friend of mine, Miguel, and I played gauntlet a bunch. Which gauntlet? Like gauntlet part four or something? Ugh. Ugh. And I was always the wizard dude. I remember playing that in like beating gauntlet. That was a good game. Should we play it on the five-count co-op? Yeah, but the one that we could play on co-op is not as good as the one I'm remembering. Ton, is there anything that is okay, like, up to your par? Like, <laughs> with, with like ton caliber? Is there anything that exists at all that you'll just live with? Um, You know, just a very few things. Very few things. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what... You know, in fact, it's such a such a low number that I'm having trouble like determining it right now, even in my head. I mean, I'll live with my daughter; she's pretty fantastic. I don't have any qualms about that. I mean, she's pretty great, but that could change as she gets older. <laughs> I could expect more, man, and get less. I can only imagine what you think of me. I must be like the radio partner. Like those gloves of radio partners. No, one, I, I, you know, you might be the only thing that I'm, that I'm just superbly happy with, and, <laughs> and there's nothing to be changed there. You know, what is that? Why did they cut that like that? Do I return these for better ones? What do I do, Dust? I'd wear them when you punch the clerk in the face. These are, ah, uh, you know, and they're expensive too. It's just ridiculous. When you go back to that place where you bought those, whatever it's called, I believe the acronym was like a C and an S. You yeah. can just be like, hey, guess what C and S stands for now, pal? Contusions and stitches. Oh, yeah. No, these ones are from Shields. Oh, these well, then I got Shields. nothing for that. Yeah, it's a and good sh- establishment. Shields is like the high end. C and S is a very good establishment. I, I love C and S. I don't want them to go anywhere. Yeah, but does CNS Supply have a escalator that leads to a fudge shop? Doesn't get more American than that. They don't, and I'm okay with it. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> oh, yeah, dust. Ton, it's 2021. Well, not officially. We're recording at a different time, but when you hear this, it'll be the new year. And we're still not in the studio. Not sure if we're ever going to get there again. We might possibly be barred from the studio forever forever either that or we'll have to switch to a daytime slot so you can hear us at like two o'clock in the afternoon or something that's weird to think about well you're gonna have to start thinking about a ton because that's the new reality crazy let me ask you this now that you're still alive did you spend your stimulus check yet no well maybe if you count these gloves mittens Tell me those aren't $600 mittens. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. 
but they're real close. That's why I'm upset that one of these stitches is cut real nice and stitched real nice, and the other one's real not nice. How do you do that? And it dips down real close to the stitch, which means right there is where it's going to rip, and there's going to be a hole, and they're no longer going to be water and windproof. What the heck? Hey, if you're new to the program, uh, yes, we're talking about mittens for 10 minutes. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. That's kind of uh, what we've been, uh, I guess, come to to be known for and loved for is our extensive TED Talks on mittens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, it's been great. I'm so excited. I got vaccinated got the vaccine did i tell you that no i guess you said you weren't allowed to because of your ragweed issues or whatever your problem is no now it's they gave it to me now i got i got a two shot two-part deal so next week i'll get my second shot so i got my first one vaccine style and i'll get the second shot and i had no reactions everything was fine um I had the Pfizer. Is that how you pronounce that? Pfizer? Uh, Paul Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer? Yeah. (laughs) I had the Pfizer vaccine. That's the two shot. And it was... um, I normally have a wheat allergy. I had zero reaction to that. Um, And it it is normally anaphylactic shock. And that that was all full disclosure. I told them and everything. Um, But they gave me the vaccine. And it felt basically the same as... uh, felt the same as a flu shot like nothing um i had a little bit of soreness a little bit of tenderness around where i got the shot the day after but that's it and then uh, you know i'll keep you posted when i get the second one there's all kinds of rumors about all kinds of stuff going around and it's i can't actually find any legitimate stuff saying that like what's the truth but a lot of people keep saying well i hear after the second one that's when you'll start feeling sick after the second one that's the one that has the microchip sure yeah okay the only odd part about it that strikes me as strange is that they still can't they can't tell me like what how long the immunity is for which i feel like is odd like if you've been testing this already for almost a year or whatever and now you're saying it's okay to, you know, we're rushing it through certain things, but we can give it to people. And But you have no idea how long it's... But maybe, maybe I guess maybe, what would it be? Like nine months, really? Not really quite a year, actually? Um, so, yeah, maybe it's just not been long enough to fully know. You know what I'm hearing, Ton? You've been vaccinated. I already had the virus. Yeah. So, essentially, I've pretty sure that means that we are invincible so we can probably just do whatever we want we can go back to the haze that's right and go back to the studio and cough all over Dwayne, and everything will be fine that's what i'm saying and we can just go about our business we can go to b-dubs get some wings high five everyone you could kiss everyone who walks in the door yeah that's why i did it really is for the kissing so i can bring back the kissing booth and all that stuff and just kiss random people so we're home free, I think. Uh, yeah, exactly. <coughs> it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> totally not worried. Or maybe everyone else can still get sick, and maybe we shouldn't be coughing on people. It's it's fine. It, it should be an honor to be coughed on by tongue. 
<laughs> your grandkids could tell the story for ages. Yeah, my grandpa died. He was coughed on by a ton from the five count. You think that would happen? That's a pretty uh, good claim to fame, I think. I would feel horrible. Ah. I would feel terrible. People will probably want to be coughed on by you. Really? Kind of like those people that save Elvis's locks of hair, <laughs> try to sell them on <laughs> Craigslist, you know? Does that still exist, do you think? Craigslist? I think so. No, Elvis's locks Elvis, of hair, he's people. Dead. His hair probably still exists, but it's, you know, underground. Wow. But it still grows, I bet. Man, you could be down there. You, you got to get down to Graceland and start harvesting. Yeah. While the market's hot. Dude, Graceland's pretty developed now. I think I told you about that recently. I found a whole YouTube channel that, like, tours it and talks about in-depth stuff within Graceland all the time. And they, they've shown, like, the car collections. They go into the house where people have been touring for years. And on YouTube, you can just go on there, and there's a guy, and he gets with the main curator woman. And they'll be like, oh, well, now we're going to show you in this room where no one has ever been allowed to walk into and like show you what's in these drawers which no one has ever seen and ever been able to look at on a tour or anything and they're just showing everything and and it's like weird stuff in there like here's a dagger that was given to elvis by some military guy and tells like the whole story all this stuff just craziness and like into his bedroom and different areas where like that have been blocked off for many years and different things pretty crazy this is on youtube yeah they even went into like his his dad's office that was his dad's like the business office and uh on camera like went into some of the records and took some of it out and showed us like some of the i don't know just detailed records of like the clothing purchases the tour stuff how much stuff costs what he spent on like rings and jewelry and blah blah blah, like all this stuff like just 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 like tiny bits of it but it was still stuff that's never really been open to the public ever before and graceland is like humongous now there's a whole well the property is the same but they have a whole different like facility now with like museums and the cars are changed out every so often and all you know the stuff is all changed out there so it's it's i don't know it's like a totally different thing now my mom went to graceland when she was younger but it was like just you know you went in and you went through the house and that was you know that was that but uh now it's like a totally different thing so i don't think there's any just random hairs of elvis hanging (laughs) hanging out on the grounds over there are you sure this wasn't uh mtv cribs that you're thinking of i'm pretty sure i'll have to show you the, the channel why were cool. you not on MTV Cribs? There's a question from me. Five count mailbag, sign me. Why was Todd not involved with MTV Cribs? Well, the big thing was they didn't want anybody else to start ducking out of the program. They actually approached me and came to the house and well, really I should call it a compound, and they came in and they were like, you know, this is really sweet, but if I if we air this then, like, what are we going to do? Like, nobody else, little Wayne's not going to want to show his... It'll kill the program. Yeah, how small his house is and how small his car collection is. And, you know, and like, nobody else is going to want to be on the program. As soon as they see this, who's going to even watch the rest of it? They're going to be like, Madonna's house? Pfft. Who gives a rip? Floyd Money Mayweather? What's Who's that guy? 
after I see yeah. you this place, what are you going to do? I could see, like, you don't want to shoot JR on your second episode. Exactly. You know, because then where do you go? So I'm kind of slotted for, you know, mega finale if they ever quit altogether, you know. It was going to be a big bonus. It was going to be like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous and MTV Cribs combined, you know. Well, Ton, I kind of think that was a big boner on their part, not having you part of the show. Yeah, but I mean, someday it'll come to fruition. I'm trying to work a tie-in where we we tie in those two programs and we crush this new tiny house movement thing. There's a bunch of programs about tiny living in tiny homes. Like you drop an elbow on them? Yeah, like I literally drop a bigger house onto their tiny house. <laughs> Oh, and then say is, you're welcome and walk away. Well, that's not surprising coming from a man who spent $600 on a pair of mittens. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you got to do to get warm hands around here? Jeez. Ton, uh, obviously cold hands, as my grandma used to say, is the sign of a warm heart. Oh. So I can't imagine. I mean, you might want to actually maybe head to the ER or something. <laughs> <laughs> the way you're describing things. Yeah. Well, I'll think about it. It's 2021, Ton. The five count is alive. We're alive. we got songs about being alive. Uh, it's a whole theme based on the fact that Ton really enjoys but can never find enough reasons to play P.O.D. That's true. His all-time favorite Christian metal band. <laughs> all-time favorite? Uh, that's steep now. That's steep. Well, can you think of another band that might be up there? I can't. Striper, Striper. maybe? Petra? Striper. Striper over Petra. Did you know I was well-versed in all these Christian metal bands? I knew that. No one else did. Those are the only three I know, actually. <laughs> and P.O.D. And P.O.D. Who I once saw at OzFest. They started playing, and I started heading to the latrines. <laughs> Well, I felt so alive, Ton. I bet you did. Let's start jamming then, dude. You let's... keep looking at the clock like, dude, shut up and play P.O.D. Yeah, please. I please do. It. Start the new year off right. Yes. <laughs>
WWE superstar Harper of the Bludgeon Brothers, and you're listening to The Five Count. I was just kicking down the street, and the sun was in my eyes, so I couldn't see the truck that was 60 times my size, and just seconds off from splattering me. Let me tell you, I was so scared I couldn't move, like my boots were full of glue. And I felt a little tugging, and I thought a good old blue. And it pulled me from that catastrophe. Something heavy by the belt and 
This is Martin Cove, John Kreese from Cobra Kai. You're listening to the Five Town.
Yeah. And we're alive. We're so alive, Dust. Ton, uh, we're alive still. It's the new year, 2021. And we're playing songs rejoicing in the fact that we are alive. Mostly because we don't have any way to gauge the ratings. If this were an actual commercial radio station, we would probably be very much not alive. (laughs) Yeah, probably. We would probably be uh, taken off the air, replaced by Dave Ramsey or some other syndicated program. That's possible. Much cheaper and much less stress than uh, tons. uh, His rider just alone for every episode is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like Cristal and $600 mittens. Yeah. Gauntlet on Arcade (laughs) needs to be in the green room. Oh, man. What gauntlet was I playing? We got to figure this out. Ugh. We got to get to the bottom of this gauntlet situation. Ton, we need to get to the bottom of why everyone died this past week. Really? Do you know about this? No. Not everyone is still alive, Ton. Really? By uh well, we're let's disclaimer here. We are recording this on a Wednesday. So if anyone else has died in the interim between now and Saturday, we apologize for leaving you off the list. But we have had three five-count alumni who have passed away just in the last two days. No. It's true. It can't be true. Well, it is true, Ton, and I'm sorry. Who's died? I don't even know who's... Uh, Well, just heard five-count alumnus Mary Wells, a.k.a. her Dawn Wells, Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island. Oh, really? Remember her? Yeah. She was very pleasant. And I feel bad that I got her name wrong there, but I combine the two names into one man dawn wells what a bummer she was 80 something died from covid like zeus yeah that's a little freaky that that starts to freak me out really honestly do you know who else passed away no wwe superstar luke harper really remember that guy yeah he he's with the other wrestling thing now his name is brody brody a- Lee, aew yeah he was the goat mask guy, right? Yeah, the Wyatt family guy. Was he the goat mask guy or no? Uh, I think he was the not the. Big he was the other guy with the uh, with the with the the wife beaters like you used to wear. Oh, wife beaters! Did he wear bib overalls? No, he had a wife beater. He kind of was like Dean Ambrose. Not the red-haired guy. Yeah, the other, the other guy. guy. Okay, 
He died of COVID? I'm not sure if it was COVID or not, but he was like 40 years old, I think. And he died. Wow. So that was uh, creepy. He was on the show a couple of years ago. He was in a movie like while he was injured or in between. He was part of the Bludgeon Brothers, I think, at the time. Okay. With, with that big uh, bald dude with the red goatee. Yeah. Looks like me, except Looks, not as tall. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's weird. It's always scary, too, when guys are dying and it's like your same age. That's weird. And there's a third one, Ton, and this one is going to hurt you. And I, I'm just going to preface by saying you need to brace yourself. All because right. earlier today, we found out of the death of Five Con alumnus, Shabadu. Really? He owned the 80s, Ton. Dude, he did own the 80s. He owned it. Shabadu died, really? Sorry, I'm sorry. I always feel like I'm the one who breaks the news to you live on the radio. You do. How did he die? What happened? You know, I'm not sure. He was like 60-something. Not very old, but... Wow. So Ozone is gone as well. You know, it's so strange when you think about it. Um, I, it's this weird thing where <laughs> somehow it feels like, the, you know, the era is dying. So now... Here's what I'm getting at. We are now old enough that people are dying, and it's, at least for me, I feel like I'm. it's impacting me in different ways. Um, where I remember when I was young and people talking about um, people such as Elvis or John Lennon, like when they died, or just other various people that were for them, like my mother in their growing up ages, whatever that, you know, when they were impacted... Um, it was like a big deal and I never fully understood it. You know, like I get it that the person died and whatever, but it didn't really ever affect me. And I think I talked about this on air before too, where it's like celebrity deaths never really fully didn't affect me much until Prince. That was the first one where I was really like, it affected me really like mentally, emotionally. And it's still, that thing is sort of still happening. And I think it's tied into like a, a thing where it's, for some reason, the death of these people that were popular or did whatever in, in a generation that I, that I sort of like miss or, uh, I don't know, have fond memories of, I guess. It feels like that it's that time period is dying along with these people. And it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing to think about. Um, cause I mean, in, in a way it is, but also in another way, it's like, well, we haven't been in the eighties for a really long time and like, everything's fine. I'm dealing with it and my life is going on. So it's interesting how, when somebody from that era is, is dying, it's really, it's like, it solidifies it somehow. Do you get what I'm saying? I think I do. Do you feel that? I don't know. It's weird. Not like I'm going to be crying over Shabadoo for months, but. It is interesting. It's different, you know. Like now, I would I, I would just randomly watch Breaking or whatever, and then you know, and tell your kid like, "Oh yeah, we had that guy on the show," and blah blah blah. And then now, instead, you're like, "Well, we did have him on the show, but he passed away," and you know, like it's just weird. Like they're gone. So, do you feel like this perhaps is causing you to? 
consider your own mortality now that yeah maybe are leaving you're thinking man once i'm gone the 80s are really done for. <laughs> i don't know i don't know i mean maybe somewhere deep down but i don't have a conscious thought about you know even though i just said that about the luke harper thing it's a little bit weird to think about that like people my same age like just dying and you don't really know what it is or whatever i mean and maybe that's what makes it strange is when you don't know what it is. Obviously, anybody at any time could die from any kind of random whatever, you know, car crash, somebody kills you, duck flies through the window and smokes you. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, Blood clot from your mittens being too tight. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Blood clot mittens. So, but... I don't know. It's just some for some reason when you hear about it and you think about it and it's somebody that you've talked to and whatever and then it's kind of somehow solidifies it. But I'm not sitting like thinking about or worrying about dying myself. I don't know. Good friend of mine at work. He's uh, he's really been trying to pass on his beliefs on to me, which is his main line typically is that now that you are married and have children, death is a goal. <laughs> and so trying to be open to that or understand it <laughs> some days i feel like he's 100 percent right and some days i don't it's very romantic yeah well ton i'm sorry that i brought that up but i have more to bring up for you oh boy here we've we got go. a five cow mailbag question from billy floyd shouts do we really it's about this uh, very topic with the recent passing of john huber aka luke harper aka Brody lee which wrestling deaths over the years have hit you the hardest? There's been a lot of them. Like every year, there's at least like 20, it seems. Yeah, so that's, I mean, for me, <laughs> I hate to do this to you, Shale, but as I just said before, it's like I'm usually not that affected by any type of celebrity death. Usually not. And I can't even really recall being really broken up over a wrestler death i can't really recall it right now can you can you recall there's something? been a couple i don't know if broken up like where i thought about it yeah like for a few days and was upset definitely uh macho man yeah that's true that's true and i'm that with you on that one more so because and i don't know if i've talked about this on the show or not but obviously you and i were huge fans he was and still is my favorite wrestler yeah and I was in touch with his publicist. Yeah. And she told me that he had just gotten remarried to like his high school sweetheart and they like lost touch and then found each other again and they got married and he was super happy. And they were like on their honeymoon and they were getting like settled into married life. And then he was like interested in talking with us. This is what yeah. she said. I don't know. If it would have went anywhere or not, but it was definitely one degree of separation from the match. Yeah. Which is closer than, you know, anyone else that I know. Yep. And then he died like a month or so after I was exchanging emails with this person. And it was in like such a, I don't know what the term would be, not a stupid way, but an unnecessary way. Like, yeah. if he hadn't have been driving, he wouldn't have crashed it when he had like his health issue you know heart attack or whatever it was mm -hmm. like had he been not in the car yet or had parked somewhere probably would have been different and he would have pulled through yep but 
I remember that thinking, you know, for like a week or so, like what a major bummer that was. Yeah, especially when you're so close to talking to him. And for us, that's like, that's, that's, in essence, that's part of like why we do this program is like talking to the match would have been part of like why we do this, which is fulfilling our childhood dreams, (laughs) you know, kind of thing, really. And, uh, yeah. So, okay, I'm with you on that. That's probably one. I remember that too and being like, pretty pretty bummed but i wasn't like i don't know i don't want to like discount that but i wasn't like super emotional where i where it was like laid heavy on my heart for a super long time where like that's what i mean when i talk about the prince one that was like that did that for me where it's like i thought about prince and i thought about what that what he did uh, for the world and, and a lot of stuff, you know, in depth and, and it weighed heavy on me for, you know, like a better part of a year or something, you know, where I like thought about it and listened to the music a lot. And But yes, the match I would, I would put in there that I remember being bummed about that. I think another one, and I'm glad that you and I were able to, to hang out with this guy and, and speak with him and meet him. We, he and I exchanged like birthday messages for years and that was uh, me and gene okerland yeah yeah and that one was a bummer because he was from minnesota yeah and he was very personable like he was like our friend i mean like we didn't go over to his house or anything but yeah so that one was kind of um just because uh yeah considering we're from minnesota grew up and i knew him before you know he was even in the wwf like when he was wearing the big suit jacket with the awa emblem on it and stuff you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so that i guess was another one for me where yeah. it was it was wrestlers are always dying it seems which is sad but that one was kind of extra sad i thought yeah crazy no i'm okay i'm with you on there too those are good ones dust one me and gene was awesome when the ultimate warrior died yeah <laughs> i received so many like emails and text messages from people like, yeah i'm so sorry for this. your loss oh i just heard are you okay oh yeah. i'm so sorry and like you'd have thought that you, the dude was my dad yeah <laughs> yeah people were people were genuinely concerned for me like how you holding up pal i just heard yeah like yeah it's it's a bummer like i'm not a, i wasn't a huge fan no like outside of the ring like the guy was kind of a richard i think Maybe even in the ring, but yeah, exactly. A lot of people, you would have thought that like he, we were old army buddies or something. Oh, I just heard the news. <laughs> Are you doing okay? Can I can I do anything for you? Yeah, what the heck? Like I don't know the guy. Like yeah. I had an Ultimate Warrior backpack at one time, but, <laughs> but that was just because it looked cool. Like I still went to work that day. You yeah, know? like it was. <laughs> I was able to function. I don't know. Yep. Floyd shouts, I'm guessing he probably stayed home and sat in the tub for a week. Yeah, which is understandable. I mean, I get it. I know the Ultimate Warrior was a big deal for a lot of people. For what reason, I have no idea. Because I remember us talking about that, and I was completely not. I mean, when someone dies, I can have a different level of like, what's the right word? Like condolence for, is that... Is that a word just on its own? Reverence, like, maybe? Yeah, like I can have this... Compassion? Yeah, 
I can be compassionate about it and and have feelings about that situation or person or whatever. But because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they're, they're a human like us and they did things in their lives and, you know, now they passed on and, you know, that's, that, that's a hard thing for most everyone. But I was never a fan of the Ultimate Warrior as you know that character <laughs> i didn't think he was good outside the ring i didn't think he was good in the ring i was never like rooting for the ultimate warrior so and i remember us kind of having that conversation and thinking it was pretty funny that everybody automatically assumed that you were yeah it was a different level like he was your uncle or your <laughs> something it's probably because i look so much like him that i think are, people yeah. assume that there was something extra there yeah and there say. was that period in 97 where you wore those ties on your biceps, but that was just like, what else are you going to do with biceps as big as yours? You know what I mean? Got to accentuate, man. Yeah. Got to make them pop. Yep. It was, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Well, I don't know a ton, but uh, that was a question for the five cow mailbag. So hopefully that was a good enough answer there, Floyd Schultz. The thing is, I wonder what it'll be like when like Ric Flair passes on or Hogan or something, I wonder if I'll have more tied into it. Although Hogan has been kind of like shunned and swept under the rug for so many years now that he's not even on my mind really much anymore. But I guarantee you, if I were to start watching wrestling from the eighties from my childhood, like there's just no getting around it. I was a Hogan mega fan, you know, it was just, I loved it. I used to, even as like in my 20s, when I'd be working out and running, I'd be listening to Real American and like, you know, reminiscing about that business. So maybe I'll have more emotional tie-in to those two guys or something, you know, but that's hard. It's hard. Well, Ton, luckily, you and I are still alive. Yes, we are. And the five count is still alive, too, somehow. In fact, the new acting general manager seems to think that we are pretty cool and has, uh, for some reason, like the utmost confidence in us and our programming. Wow. So we could probably ride this thing out until we're not alive, if you wanted. That sounds extreme. Could do another 30 years. I'll consider it. Could we want to just go up to like an even 50? And even 50. <laughs> Just round it out. <laughs> that seems completely ridiculous. Well, so did 10 at one point. Now we're pushing 20. Now I'm really considering whether or not I'll be alive for that one. Well, how about we either make it to 50 years or whenever you die? All right. <laughs> All right. You heard that, folks. It's on tape. We'll try it. Well, anyway, rest in peace, uh, everybody. Don Wells, Shabadoo, Luke Harper. I wrote down Mary Wells, but that's the girl who sings There's Nothing You Can Say to Take Ton Away from My Guy. Mm. I think she might still be alive, so okay. apologies for that. Good. Speaking of alive, Ton, are you alive? I mean, you're yawning, but you're still, like, kicking, right? Totally alive. Because we're playing songs celebrating the fact that we're alive. 2020 was considered to be somewhat of a bummer, and we're still here. 2021 probably will be exactly the same as last year but at this stage in the game we're hopeful yes we are so let's hear uh, a song or five and then we'll be back 
wake up in the morning feeling live God must be really on my side Got the baddest picture by my side Cash make the pussy come alive Everybody know I set the vibe Bet I steal your bitch like it's a crime All my niggas come from doing time Hands in the air with just a fly What's your occupation? Check my DNA, the A and K of what you boy. Woo. I think I'm kidding nature, boy. A lot of flavor, boy. I'm all about my paper, boy. Went to LA and tried to smoke an acre, boy. I can't relate to noise, bumping like a tanker saw. I told her go to hell in your shoes at the door. Yeah, this the life I chose. Nigga, look at me, I look right on high.
so damn easy to say that life's so hard Everybody's got their share of battle scars As for me, I'd like to thank my lucky stars That I'm alive and well And it'd be easy to add up all the pain And all the dreams you set and watch go up in flames Dwell on the wreckage as it smolders in the rain But not me, I'm alive And today you know that's good enough for me Breathing in and out the blessing, can't you see? You'll be left for dead I'm a runaway train on 
You're listening to the five count. I own the 80s. I owned it.
Hey, man, look alive. We're back. It's the five count. Dust. I figured it out. The gauntlet game we played was Dark Legacy for PS2. It kind of makes me want to keep playing. It makes me want to figure out playing more gauntlet right now. Let's do it. Hey, by the way, that was alive by all. Going out to my pal Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, there you go, Floyd Shouts. Yeah. Nice. Ton, uh, let's play Gauntlet on the Five Count Co-op. That's a program that we have. It's on YouTube where Ton and I play old Nintendo games and swear at each other. We're really going to have to discuss this because can we play that? Pretty much, I, I mean, we've never really officially tied ourselves to a system though right we we've just been playing nes games just because so far you're right a couple famicoms thrown in there but basically the same idea okay we did do something on like sega genesis once but that was a one-off for jerry severson's channel I think. oh yeah yeah it was so that doesn't count that's not an official episode yeah weird to think about so, yeah, maybe. I mean, there's a gauntlet for NES, if I remember correctly, right? It just wasn't very good. It was great. It was great? I loved it. Oh, well, then let's play it. Let's Wait, definitely play it on co-op. Should we take a poll here? Not that anybody would answer it, but are you thinking we need to branch out to 16-bit systems in the new year? I don't know. Maybe. We, we just had a new five-count co-op video. We had a Bad Dudes for Christmas. Some game called Bry Fighter, which no one's ever heard of except for Ton. You know... He thought it was called Brine, like the <laughs> shrimp. But it wasn't that. We got so many NES games still to get through, though. And I feel like we need to make it our mission to play all of them. Okay, so we'll play Sega Genesis on the co-op in like 12 years. Okay, when you put it that way, it sounds... Like Ton, every time I put something some way, you have some way of putting it else differently, <laughs> and I'm like, what way are you going to put this thing? <laughs> well, when you say it like that, then it sounds a little ridiculous. Like, I should be, we should be throwing in some Genesis. I don't know. Ton, if there's 700 Nintendo games, give or take, you're doing about 50 a year. I mean, you're looking at an, another run of eight or nine years before you even get through them. And by eight or nine years from now, nobody's really no one's going to care to see NES games. Well, then you'll be like go around full circle and somehow you'll start the trend over again. That's our Maybe. forte. We like to jump on the bandwagon way late, keep it going way past anyone's interest, and then just go till absolutely no one is interested. And then eventually, somehow, somebody <laughs> catches wind of it from the new generation. It comes back around, and then we are like trendsetters even though the people who know that we just ripped off some old thing they're long gone so they can't be here to like pull the curtain back on time yeah dude they'll be watching these current videos and we'll be like 80 and they'll want to meet us <laughs> then they'll, they'll be writing to us invented let's plays yeah on, on youtube nice dude nice. that's our master plan love that idea and you'll be so alive it's going to be great. For the very first time. <laughs> and then Ton will probably think he can fly. Oh, man. Dude, okay. Well, let's just reel it in a little bit. We're talking about 2021. We're talking about things potentially getting better. Listen, somebody told me that Nostradamus predicted, like, zombies for 2021. And something else, like extreme famine. Like, nobody's going to be able to eat, and there's going to be zombies and something else. Well, Ton, uh, I hate to 
shine light on this. I don't know if you've put two and two together, but uh, you are bulimic <laughs> and was recently vaccinated with a potential zombie gene. So maybe uh. you are patient ton zero. Uh. <laughs> See? I might be able to become a zombie. You might already be a zombie. Dude. Who doesn't eat enough? With crappy mittens. I won't even need freaking mittens if I'm a zombie, dude. You could eat your fingers. Yeah. Do you think there are cannibal zombies who would eat themselves? I don't know. We could start it up, though. What do you mean, start it up? <laughs> we could start cannibal zombies. <laughs> Listen, Ton, I'm just here for the great radio. I don't know where you're heading, but... I've already started one script with someone else about zombies and so we could start a, a cannibal zombie that's gonna bother me forever that these mittens are not cut oh God, straight on here that we seam. go the more things change the more they stay the same what am i gonna do you're gonna complain about it i can't bring this into the store and be that ridiculous and say listen i need to return these because that that seam is not straight you're going to have to, Ton, because now that's the only damn thing I can look at. I know, me too. I don't too. see anything else. I know. Your crooked-ass mittens. Exactly. Isn't it ridiculous? Look at this one. God, I can't take you seriously anymore. I know, because of that. Because of that one crooked cut. Unbelievable. Unbelievable is right, dude. Ton, I've got a leftover Christmas question in the five-count mailbag. I'm so ready. From Tiffany Reinitz. I like her. She's a five-count associate producer on Patreon. Yes, thank you so much, Tiffany. Maybe I'm too late since Christmas is now over, but what do you think of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You? Yay or nay? Ton, I know you are a major yay. That's your favorite Christmas song. Don't deny it. (laughs) You told me that yourself once when we lived together, and you said, you know what? I love this song. (laughs) You said it, and you know you said it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I probably totally did say that. Um, actually, I like that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I knew it. I don't forget things, Tom. You said that loud and proud. Oh, man. It was about 14 years ago, and I remember it vividly. Yeah, so... Um, I don't have a problem with that song. I do have a problem with it being extremely overplayed, but that's that's the way with most of the songs. But it is a classic because even now I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it all the way through. You know, I will. I'm fine with it. I'm not so fine with like her weird. I can't. I guess I can't fully judge because I haven't watched the latest one. But she has like Christmas specials. You know. Like a, like a Christmas movie special thing, and I don't know how I feel about that. Also, my mom gave my daughter the book. I don't know if you're aware of that. I think I told you about this. She released the book. To your daughter or to you? No, to my daughter. Okay. Last year, my daughter got this book, and it was Mar- Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. And Can she read? My daughter? Yeah. No, I had to read it to her. Oh, so it's a gift for you. Sure. So, (laughs) the illustrations are, like, as if it's a little girl Mariah Carey, but has, like, adult Mariah Carey hair and stuff. It's really, that's weird to me. And the book is just basically the lyrics of the song, but in a kid's book. So, 
And then what they do is at the end of it, they make the the all she wants for Christmas is you. They make that a puppy rather than a dude. Ah. So I don't like that. I don't dig that. I think that's dumb. You think they should have stuck to the original source material and had it be about a dude? I think it just shouldn't have been a children's book. This oh. is what I think. Gotcha. Just stay away from that scenario and just keep your song and keep all your riches. Here's the other thing. I just was talking about this the other day with someone. She is like made a living for the past 30 years or whatever, basically on that song, I'm guessing. And just done like some Christmas specials and a children's book and that song still gets played like 27,000 times over the season. Probably more than that. She did hang out with boys to men a lot. Isn't that weird? It's not not weird. Just one Christmas song or maybe two. I think she has Holy Night that gets radio play still. Like a couple Christmas songs are her bread and butter for 30 years. That's crazy to think about. Well, you could say the same for Elmo and Patsy. That's weird. They've been riding that reindeer song for 40 years. Sure. Grandma's long gone. So, to give you um, a, a little more in-depth and personal look. <laughs> Could this get any more in-depth? Yes. Yes, just stay tuned. <laughs> uh, the I don't know what is really my favorite Christmas song. I don't know what that is. Um, well, when we lived together 15 years ago, it was most definitely that one. Well, no. You shouted it from our crooked rooftops. <laughs> I listened to a lot of Elvis Christmas then, too, and I still do, actually. This year, I still put in the Elvis Christmas album, and I really enjoy those. Um, I may have talked about this on the show before. I actually performed Elvis Christmas songs for my grandmother when she was still alive uh, one Christmas season. That was pretty great. Is there a recording of that? Had backup singers. I think there's a, I think it's on video somewhere, but Let's no audio recording. Let's get it, Ton, on Patreon. I'll have to check with some aunts to get that figured out. Hey, Ton's aunts. I know you're out there. Yeah. You're probably like sitting in your cars in front of my house. Probably. We'll discuss this when I get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, What are your aunts' names again? Bridget, Bonnie, Bridget, Brenda, Bonnie, Brenda, Billy, Bernie. Bobby, Billy, Bertha. <laughs> they all start with B, yeah. Okay, so um, what was I going to get at? Okay, so the only <laughs> ones that I fully remember the lyrics and stuff to you is like chestnuts and like Nat King Cole style chestnuts. I don't know why, but I still absolutely love that. And even recently over this season when I put my daughter to sleep, she asks me to sing the chestnut song and I will sing her to sleep. And she'll say that, Dad, can you sing a chestnut song that sings me to sleep? And <laughs> I'll sing that to her. So, for whatever was that's worth, I don't know if that means that's my favorite. Or, like, I don't know why I remember all the lyrics to that and can sing it to her or whatever. But other ones I kind of don't. Can you sing it right now? No. Ton, do you think you know or remember which Christmas songs you loved best I don't know, let's say 10 years ago. I think I can. Good, because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Now can you sing the song? No. I thought maybe your memory would be better 10 years ago. (laughs) I really, I'll be honest, I probably mostly listened to the Elvis Christmas songs even 10 years ago. 
And I even did this year mostly Elvis. I don't know why, but that's... Maybe my grandmother played it when I was a kid or something, and subconsciously that's the one that feels like Christmassy and familiar to me for some reason. And it's like a the all of them. <laughs> you know, like a huge... I have a huge Elvis Christmas collection. Anyway, what happened 10 years ago? Well, Ton, uh, it was a big show. New Year's Day, 2011. That was 10 years ago. That's weird. It was a rad program, Ton, and I'll tell you why. Because it was you and me and the Dirty Birds and Bill Allen, a.k.a. Crew Jones. Yeah, dude. From the movie Rad. Yes. That's awesome. was awesome. It was like five hell tracks rolled into one. (laughs) So we talked to Bill about Rad, obviously. And uh, I guess the impact that film had on BMX biking. It's kind of like Karate Kid made everyone want to take karate. I think Rad had the same effect on kids wanting like BMX bikes, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, we should probably ask Jerry, but I think he would say, wasn't wasn't he in that movie or something? Wasn't that? I thought he said he was in like the opening credits. Yeah. I always assumed he was lying. But, (laughs) um, so he'd probably say he was into it before Rad then. But he, I think he would have a good handle on if that impacted kids. Like, if he saw a change after Rad. It's very possible. But also, back in the days, that kind of stuff had different impacts in different places, you know? I I personally, I think, saw Rad later on. Like, in the 90s. And I was like, yeah, cool. And I was still into BMX kind of in the 90s, but I don't recall like Rad being the influence. Um, There's a lot of other stuff already happening. You were a Gleaming the Cube kid. I was a Gleaming the Cube kid, big <laughs> time. But I had, I remember, uh, here's, here's what will sound really weird probably to you. But I remember um, going to Champion Auto to buy car parts and stuff to <laughs> fix my mom's car. But I mean, of course, my mom would bring me there. But uh, because I was too young, didn't have a license. But I would, I remember at Champion Auto, they had a big thing where they sold VHS tapes. And I bought more than one skate, like skateboarding tape and BMX tapes from Champion Auto for some reason. I have no idea where those are now, but I remember watching them. And I'd take home, I'd watch them BMX and freestyle tapes and stuff a lot. It was weird. Jerry probably bought them at your garage sale years ago. He probably did. But I think maybe Rad was like a bigger deal maybe elsewhere. I don't know. Do you think maybe... Because stuff like that happens where it's like it comes out in California and people are like... It catches on in California but not as much here or something and it takes years later for us to catch on or I don't know. That's the way it used to be. Nowadays it's like all wide open thanks to the internet. Well, I'm guessing if it hadn't caught up by that point uh, on January 1st, 2011, when we had Crew Jones on the show, that's probably what officially broke it. Broke it wide open. Broke it wide open. Well, that's awesome. He talked about the possibility that Rad 2 might be in the works. Here we are 10 years later. I don't think that happened. That did not happen. But we did speak to uh, Bill S. Preston Esquire about Bill and Ted Part 3. And that didn't happen either until, like, two months ago. So there could be a Rad 2 still out there somewhere. 
It could be. We played the entire soundtrack to Rad. Yeah, man. Half of those tracks were by the singer John Farnham. Remember him? Thunder in your heart. Yes. Break the ice. Here's some five-count trivia for you, Ton. One of only two people ever in the history of our show who wanted me to pay them to get an interview with them. Really? And I said, uh, eh, that's okay, John. Good luck to you. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Because that's just ridiculous. Well, we've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Two people wanted us to pay them. One of them was John Farnham. The other one was Carol Cleveland, who was part of Monty Python. Wow. Wasn't even in the main troupe. She was like the married to John Cleese for like a cup of coffee. Wow. She wanted me to pay her too. And I said, you know what, Carol? Good luck to you. Yeah. Yikes. So there's that, Ton. That was 10 years ago. It was rad. It was real rad, it sounded like. But now we've got to come back to the present we do got to come back and we got to play some tunes and we got to close this thing out man because we are running overtime baby done it's 2021 we're alive we are we're we're playing songs to uh we're so alive to emphasize that we are alive thank you so much you know what it's fine ton because um we've got some wasp coming up so you're gonna want to stay alive at least for the next 20 minutes yes I'll let y'all know from the game. I flow with the great rappers of a hundred million years ago, yeah. None identical and none contendable. And still, I tell everybody just do as you will. Cause the skills to pay the bills to be the only thing that feel real, yeah. I know some people are awkward, different, dope, what? Special in their own way, artistically advanced. Resulting in a lifestyle enhanced by chance. Now that these records are made, tell me what it's like for you when you hear the record play. Hmm. Dynamic, like one gigantic planet, slightly slanting eyes to see through your disguise. What a wonderful makeover! Excellent takeover. And bring the cake over. I wanna eat it too. And bring the pies over. I wanna bring it too. You bring it all. Look, I wanna be. Look, I'm alive as I can be. Hip hop and body rocking MC degree. And I'm the son of G.O.D. I shine it. This ain't your time to see. I'm the crowd hyper. Rapid fire sniper, viper. So many rappers in diapers, candy stripers. We paid the piper. That's why we're listening. Windshield wipers and air conditioning and bucket seats. What? We bumping beats. I never want to meet the agony of the beat. I got a simple plan for a complicated issue. I'm a simple man with the complicated issue. And my potential, your potential, our potential. We can show enough, make a change. And that's essential because the bad boy murderer is on the path. And the Bad girl, dragon lady, she knows witchcraft She makes me laugh at the same time she breaks my heart She grabs a hold and she takes it apart But I can see in the dark, I pee in the park Being a part of the art, blazing from a spark Cause I'm alive as I can be Hip hop and body rocking MC degree And I'm the son of G.O.D. I shine but maybe just too bright to see I'm a pure bread with the paper and the pencil lead I hit the nail on the head off the head Got a cold way of flowing, an old way of knowing I'm a Boeing 747 in the wind blowing I hang at the chop shop 
getting smarter. Got the futuristic bop hop. I'm ice water. I'm the grandson of Coltrane, the nephew of Miles. Charlie Parker told me we left you the styles. My style is gorgeous. I fly to pay the mortgage. I forge his passion, average Joes and Georges, huh? They cut the mic on. I'm like a cyclone. Got to get my hike on and my half pike on. Look, I'm out your rank. I'm out your class. Freestyle up the coastline, a whole tank of gas. I hit the Dankin Pass. I spank that ass. You flow, but I know for a fact you can't last. Yo, rhymes is weak, metaphors is dumb. Punchlines like you shooting rubber. Bullets at the sun. Some rappers carry straps and 10 gallon hats. But I carry a guillotine and carry them back. I carry out the plan with a detailed map. I carry a conversation and I carry these raps. I don't bury the hatch, I'm very attached. I marry this batch so she knows where to scratch. I take long walks all the way to the bong shop. Rapping to myself, having long talks, let the song drop. I got the King Kong hop, the Godzilla rock. Keeping inside of a strong box, cause the killer watch. Cause I'm alive as I can be Hip-hop and body rockin' MC degree And I'm the son of G-O-D I shine, it just ain't your time to see Uh Easily, easily We rock the mic so easily I rock the mic so easily Rip up the house so easily Tear down the house so easily Hey everybody, this is Keith Morris, former member of Black Flag, Circle Jerks, currently a member of AWE, and you're listening to The Five Count.
taking me I'm still standing here today I'm alive Yeah, I'm alive I'd rather walk this winding road And let love take a leap of faith Be alone Yeah, I'm alive Life is stronger and more powerful And beautiful than ever Yesterday I was a fool But in our yesterdays we are all It's me. I'm alive. Am I? With Gilligan, a skipper too. Hi, this is Dawn Wells, a.k.a. Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island. Lucky you, you are listening to the five count. The professor and Mary Ann, here on Gilligan's
We're back, Ton. We're alive, and we gotta go. Oh, man. That was Wasp. Awesome. We uh, resolve to play more Wasp in the new year. That's a good idea. This is the five count, by the way. It's over. It's totally over. But thank you so much for listening for, like, the last 48 years and hopefully for the rest of this year. Yes. It's a whole new year. I'm glad you're starting it off with us. And uh, you know what? Just go to thefivecount.com. Everything you need to know about us is right there. That'll take you to the YouTube channel to watch the Five Count Co-op that we've talked about earlier in this program. Watch for us playing Gauntlet. It could be hilarious. Also, check us out on Patreon. We do specialized content just for Patreon. And there's stuff like we're doing videos specifically for uh, Patreon subscribers or, or patrons, I guess we'll call them. Like Shell Bill, he got his very own video just recently. Talk to that guy. He'll tell you it's totally worth it. And there's a bonus show. A bonus episode of The Five Count is available on Patreon. Awesome. That's like two episodes at one time. Holy number two. Holy number two. Give you a dose. I think we're done, Tom. That's it. And thank you so much and see you later. Thank you so much. God bless. Rest in peace to Luke Harper and Shabadoo and Don Wells and hopefully not Tung. Hopefully not. We're still alive. See you later this year. Oh, <sighs>